Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. American Family Field and the results once again are good. A Brewers runaway victory, although it wasn't uh, wasn't that that uh, large of a margin early in mid game. I'll tell you that. But this thing, a little bit of a laugher uh, toward the end here. Welcome in everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's the Polish pipe bomb. His name is Jeff Orlowski. My name is Tim Allen. And the Brewers get a 10-4 victory, run their mark to 44-33, and and they've just rattled off six of their last seven games. And I talked to a, believe it or not, I talked to a Cub fan today, and, and uh, they were just like saying, hey, you're, you're playing a bunch of patty cakes. Yeah, we've already been through the Dodgers and Padres. Shush. Don't rain on the parade here with the Brewers winning six of seven and just keep the keep the line moving is what happened in that eighth inning. A big six-run eighth inning, and lo and behold, situational baseball is alive and well. And I think the baseball gods paid off Craig Council for a great move and uh, great fan work tonight. At American Family Field, 32,573, and digging it. Uh, throughout the, the ball game, they, they, you guys finally got into it uh, right around the time Avi Garcia tied that ball game up with a solo shot in the seventh inning. That's when you started feeling a little bit better about this game because wasted opportunities early in it as uh, you know, it was a, kind of a back-and-forth affair here throughout the duration of the game. And uh, they finally blow that thing open, sending 10 men to the plate in that eighth inning. You, you didn't need to have Josh Hader, although he was up and ready to go. If, that was the, if you only score one run in that eighth inning, it was Josh to shut it down. Boxberger uh, in there as well. Brent Suter, maybe an unsung hero in this ballgame, two scoreless. And Adrian Hauser started this game, and his ERA uh, now over four at 416. So he's... You know, he's pretty due for a strong outing. And this wasn't wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. I, I will say that. Want to get your reaction here as the uh, hot Milwaukee Brewers continue a stretch here where 
They have won six of their last seven, 414-799-1250. And uh, I, I will say this, and, and we'll get to it in our highlight package here. But a tie, th- this is the debate we've had the last month and a half or so, and it's been a little on the quiet front with the battle between you know broadcasters and some fans on you know the way the game is supposed to be played these days. But when you have a situation that is absolutely tailor-made, you couldn't write up a better situation for a sacrifice bunt, staring Craig Council in the eyes. What's you gonna, who's going to blink first, the baseball gods or you, Craig? And you made the right decision, and they paid you off for it. You get a, you get a, a Josh Hader that's ready to lock in a save. You need three outs in the ninth. All you want is the one run. You don't need to play for the big inning in the eighth inning at home. I think a lot would agree with that. Analytics has, has sort of reprogrammed us to say that's not a good idea. It was a, a brilliant idea, and it's the way the game is kind of built for those situations. First and second tie game. First and second, nobody out in the bottom of the, of the eighth inning. And it's a home game. First and second, nobody out. Josh Hader, a lockdown closer, ready to go. You need the one run. Jace Peterson at the plate. This isn't Christian Yelich. This isn't, uh, you know, uh, Shohei Otani. This isn't uh, Vlad Jr. This this isn't Prince Field. This is this is Jace Peterson here. So keep that in mind. You got you need to get the runners over because then a just just a sack fly gets him in. Just a ball in play gets in what you would think is a lockdown win. The sack fly, a, a, a bouncer to the right side, a wild pitch, a pass ball, a balk, whatever it takes. But that's what, that's what happened in this ball game. Jace Peterson laid down a bunt, and he was paid off with a great bunt. He was paid off with a base hit. Now they're in business, ready to, ready to go, ready to rock and roll. You didn't even have to sacrifice an out there. This, these are situations that I was referring to, I don't know, from the moment of um, – opening day <laughs> and, and that's when the crowd really jazzed up and I will say this with the crowd yesterday 31,000 plus 32,000 plus uh, today I'll tell you I think it's an impact I do I we think Willie Adamas is an impact on this team in terms of energy in terms of uh, just 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 good positive energy and a vibe around the team I, mean, I think the fans, you guys are starting to do something about that, too. It, it is cool to hear. It really is. And we'll get to, uh, if you want to uh, comment on, on this victory, 414-799-1250. And there's a Christian Yelich power sighting? Okay, we'll get to that, too. Hey, when it's good, it, it's rolling well. Uh, first inning, as uh, Adrian Hauser takes to the hill today, they get to him. First two hitters. Is that easy? Single, stolen base, next hitter, soft contact, RBI base hit. Notice something in the Pirates series. Notice something uh, uh, some weeks ago in the Marlins series. And certainly we're noticing that here in the Rockies series. You're going to have to start doing a better job of holding runners on. It's like Corbin Burns and Adrian Hauser, they just don't even care. Have you noticed that, Jeff? 
it's it's like they don't even care. There's a runner on. You you wouldn't want to, you know, uh, try and try and keep them uh, keep them right there at first base. It cost them a run in the first inning here. Yeah, it sure did, and it does appear that way. Uh, what I love is the fact that it seems like this year, the stolen base is making a comeback in a big way. You know, I can understand the last couple years. You know, you don't pay too much attention because no one was stealing. But it's definitely back, and you got to wake up. Yeah, one zip after a half inning of play. Bottom half, crew answers back. Lead-off double by Colton Wong. By the way, that's the only blemish maybe in this game. He was removed for a calf issue. We'll hear from Craig Council in uh, just a little bit. Uh, Luis Urias uh, hits the ball to the left side. Oh, come on, kid. you got to get that runner over there. One out. It didn't matter because Christian Yelich knocked him in. There's a line drive base hit into right. Colton Wong's going to be waved around third. Here's the throw from Blackman. It's offline. 1-1 game. There it is on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Um, Willie Adamason struck out after Avi had, had struck out, uh, but a balk was called, apparently, and then he worked a walk. It set up Tyrone Taylor two on uh, with uh, the two outs. And the, the, the game tied at one there. Again, again, Rockies take the lead with a run in the top half. They get it tied, and Tyrone Taylor comes through. Ground ball towards the middle, and a sneak through a base hit. Yelich is going to come around and score. Adamas to third, and the Brewers take the lead. Yeah, a couple of runs. They take the lead, a walk, a balk, a couple of hits. It's 2-1 into the second inning. Hauser needs a shutdown inning. And he, uh, well, gets a strikeout, fly out, strikeout. That is a way to shut it down right there. Uh, Brewers uh, empty in that second. Uh, however, Wong two for two, and Wong had a bunt base hit in that second inning. Just saying. Into the third inning, each team with a base runner in that third inning. The Rockies' base runner was erased on a uh, double play. And Adamas had a walk in the bottom of that third. Fourth inning, two-to-one crew. Rockies making noise in that fourth. They scratch out a run. Uh, hit by pitch comes back to haunt Hauser. 2-2 two, two into the bottom of the fourth inning. Brewers bounce right back. They're half of the fourth inning. Lead-off base hit by Keston Hira. That a boy, Keston. Uh, followed by a Manny Pena walk. Runners aboard for Adrian Hauser. This one bottled by Crony falls down and throws it down the left field line. Hero's going to score. Pena's going to be waved around third. The throw home in time. Pena's out there. Hauser ends up at third. Brewers take the lead on a bad throw by C.J. Crone. And now the attention is on Manny Pena, who tried to score all the way from first. You don't make the first out at home plate. You know that, Jason Lane. You don't. No, 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 no. It's Manny Pena, too. Um, Manny Pena has some wheels, as we saw yesterday, or at least Craig Council said he did. Uh, but come on, Jason Lane. Did, you're, the top of the order is coming up. You have Wong, Rios, and uh, Yelich coming up. You've got to run in to take the lead. You sit right there. What more do you want out of, out of a sacrifice attempt by Adrian Hauser? But... Bad move on Jason Lane. We'll give him credit. Uh, we don't want to be those guys that just point out, you know, the uh, a, a bad call here and there. But my goodness, you don't make that first out at home plate with Manny Pena. Stop. Anyway, it's it's three two, 
Uh, Wong had a pop-up for the second out. Uh, Urias pops up as well to end that frame. Could have had more of an interesting call from Lane, but the Brewers do take the lead, as I said, 3-2 into the fifth inning. Back and forth we go. Rockies bounce right back in the fifth. Hauser allowed three hits in the frame. Luckily, they got a caught stealing in there. It could have been worse. The big blow. A two-out, two-run home run from Trevor Story to give the Rockies a 4-3 lead into the mid-game, bottom five. Crew tries to answer in the bottom half. A Yelich comebacker for the first out. Avi with a base hit. One out later. uh, Tyrone Taylor with an infield single. Two-on-two out for Keston. Come on, kid. Nope. Uh, Strike out there. Uh, 4-3 into the sixth inning. Notice something about Keston Hira. And it's, it's somewhat of an easy fix, guys. And, and I say that in quotation marks. Lay off the high fastball, Keston. A lot of players go through that funk a little bit, but if we're analyzing the approach, it's, it's not such a difficult thing to, to adjust to laying off the high fastball. So, But it looks so it, tasty, Tim. I know they look so good, but, I mean, again, that's – it, it's something that isn't like the low and away slider. The low and away slider is a habit that's a tougher habit to break than swinging at the high fastball, chin high. So I, I think Keston is on, uh, on his way. My fingers are crossed. At least I'm hoping because the team needs him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brent Suter uh, in on the six, and I said that at the opening, uh, uh, maybe an unsung hero in this one, Brent Suter coming in, allows a one-out double in the sixth, uh, but no runs right there. That's key. Two-out base hit for Colton Wong. Uh, he does steal second base, but the Brewers cannot cash it in. Stays 4-3 Rockies into the seventh inning. Suter, another scoreless shutdown inning. Got Blackman on a fielder's choice after a base hit. Got Story to fly out, so two big outs in the middle of their order. That was huge for Brent Suter. Brewers, get it back even. Bottom of the seventh, one-man rally. Avi Garcia. Going back to the slider. Garcia down the left field line. It is gone. We're tied. You could hang Sunday's laundry on that line drive from Avi Garcia, his 14th home run of the season. Yeah, that is a huge home run for Avi to get it tied. Now we're cooking here. Fans into it. Uh, I mean, we're all into it. I'm going crazy here. That's when I started to feel a little bit better. Well, then uh, kill the buzz a little bit to open up the eighth inning, Brad Boxberger. Walks normally get you in trouble. He has two in the inning, but works out of it. Box, manning up after getting himself into trouble. I kind of figured they would win at that point. Well, wishful thinking, maybe. Uh, Walked a lead off the bottom of the eighth inning to Robertson. Manny Pena is then grazed by a pitch. I'm not quite sure it even hit him, but we'll take it. A a little luck plays a part here. It didn't hit him. (laughs) Okay, so here's, here's the situation. Tie ball game, bottom of the eighth inning. Those of you that want to play analytics or metrics baseball, you're not even batting an eye to even consider bunting here. Two on, nobody out, Josh Hader warming and ready to lock down a Brewer's save. All you have to do is get one run. I was ready to wring his neck. 
if he doesn't call the bunt right there. It's Jace Peterson up. It's not Christian Yelich. It's not Avi Garcia. It's not Omar Narvaez. It's not your guns. It's Jace Peterson. This is, this is the kind of baseball Jace Peterson plays. This is the kind of baseball Jace Peterson excels at. So two on, nobody out. Just get him over, get a ball in play, get a run, get a save from Hader, get a win. This is the right situation for a bunt. He does bunt. It's perfect. Estevez, no throw, base is loaded. Brewers small ball in their way to a little rally in the eighth inning. Definitely right call to bunt right there. You want to bunt it to third, make the third baseman feel it. In this case, the pitcher runs it down, but my goodness, this was... A perfect butt by Peterson. You couldn't have rolled it out there any better. Yeah, my goodness is right. Thank you, Craig Council. Bases, juice, nobody out, tie ball game. Someone get the ball in play. Wow. Well, well, well. What do we have here? Uh, the bench warmer. Bunt. They what? The bench warmer gets it done. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. And Omar is called... To get the ball in play, he's a battler, guys. He is. And that's the one thing we're noticing uh, this year as opposed to last year about Omar. Not just the numbers. The numbers are good. But I think it's it's the style at the plate. He's he's starting to foul off pitches. You know, make it tough on, on the opposition. Keep fouling off. Work the count into your favor. Battling. Battling. Gets it to full count and gets the ball in play. Ninth pitch of the at-bat. We two. Swing and a fly ball hit to center. That's plenty deep. Robertson back to tag. Daza makes the catch. Robertson is going to score. All runners tagging. Safe at second. Peterson. Brewers take a 5-4 lead. And everybody moves up. Bunt paid off right there. As it turns out, that's the winning run. However, the Brewers were not done yet. Sack fly gives the Brewers a 5-4 lead, and it brought up Luis Urias. Urias up the middle base hit. Pena's in. Peterson's in. Big time insurance. Urias fired up. No doubt two big insurance runs right there as the Brewers take a three-run lead, 7-4. They weren't done yet. After Bud Black goes to his bullpen, he's going to go to a lefty to face uh, a one Christian Yelich, and he wasted no time. And Yelich to right, deep, Blackman, gone! His fifth of the year. Two hits, three RBIs, a home run. That's a little bit more like Christian Yelich. There's the Christian Yelich we know and love. That was a first pitch, two-run home run, 9-4. Avi follows up with a double, and, uh, well, they weren't done yet. How about Willie Adamas? Down the left field line, the Brewers are going to get another one. Garcia scores with ease. Willie Adamas cruises into second as he trades places with Avi Garcia. A six-run eighth inning and still only one out. A 10-4 lead. Uh, Taylor and Robertson uh, strike out to end that frame. But the big-time damage done, 
They get six runs on four hits, a walk, a hit batter, and they blow it open 10-4 into the ninth inning. Miguel Sanchez in to lock in a Brewers uh, victory. They're 44th on the season, six of their last seven games. They win the series with this victory, and they go after a sweep tomorrow. Goals in mind to get through June. I'll talk about that in just a couple of minutes here. If you want to join us, 414-799-1250. Good to see Yelich doing that today. I will say that. Sapella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. 10-4 final. We'll be back. 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey Station. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM, the fan. Yeah, welcome back, guys. A big win. Is that how you define it here? Well, let's talk about that. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show with our friends at Great Lakes Dragway. Uh, after a 10-4 Brewers victory, they've won six of their last seven. So I was uh, having a conversation with a Cub fan earlier today. And they had said, well, you're playing a bunch of patsies here. You know, they're, they're, they're not good. You're playing the Rockies all the time. You're playing the Diamondbacks. You, you know, you've got the Pirates coming up. And I said, whoa, wait a second here. This team has been through San Diego. They've been through the... L.A. Dodgers for a series. They've been through, oh, I don't know, your team for nine of these games. So I don't want to hear that. You went through playing the patty cakes too. Yep. And, and so that part of it evens out. But when we talk about big wins here on June 26th, and you guys know, longtime listeners of this show, you guys know that I pennant race scoreboard watch from the word go. But that's just the way I do. And I, I respect someone else that just wants to, uh, you know, enjoy game to game. And, you know, the players and the, and, and the manager are going to tell you that, hey, we turn the page and we got another game tomorrow. And I don't know if it's that big of a win because we got to, you know, double down tomorrow to make it even a bigger, whatever. How, however they want to justify and whatever their perspective is. But are these big games? The mantra for me has been the calendar. They continue to do this throughout a duration of time, proving that baseball is to be measured in wider windows, right? Yeah. So every day that goes by, it's a more accurate assessment of what these guys are who they are, what the potential is. All of, the, all of these days that go by, for example, little short-term goal here. You've got two against the Rockies in the bank, drawing interest, as our friend Ted would say. And you have a chance for the sweep. You're one game over Chicago. Now, here's the, the pivotal part here. You're one game over to Chicago. You're facing them on Monday. My just sort of back pocket goal here. You can call it what you want. I'm calling it getting through the month month of June in first place. Be one game up on the Cubs by the time Monday hits. Okay? I think they can achieve that. They're one and a half up now. Pressure's on the Cubs tonight. Scoreboard watch. Yep. Okay? Be one game up. So that means you win tomorrow, regardless of what happens in the Cub game. Win tomorrow for the sweep. You're one game up heading into that Cubs series. Win one of those games, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. 
the worst you can be is in first place on July 1st. That's how big these games are. That's the way I look at this. You make hay here to give you a little cushion because you know you're not going to win every game. We all know that. Sometimes it hurts a little bit. But again, be one game over. Potentially, you could be a lot better. I'm looking at that calendar, and I'm eyeballing July 1st. And July 1st to be in first place, half the season in the books, is a good spot to be, regardless of how it looks on the field, regardless of Manny Pena and Daniel Robertson and Jace Peterson and all these guys in the lineup. I, I, I don't care at that point. It's July. Now hone the craft. Add to it via your minor league system or outside the organization. Get to July 1st, and we can talk again. Does that make sense? Does that make these games, does that change your mind on viewing this as not just, oh, you beat a bad team in the Rockies, or do you view this in that perspective as a big win yesterday, big win today? Jeff, how do you look at it? Well, yesterday was definitely a big win. Uh, today was average just because it means that, you know, you win the series. Uh, I'm not too concerned about the Brewers uh, being in first place or a couple games up when uh, when the series against the Cubs start because they're six out of nine over the Cubs already this season. True. So you've shown on three separate occasions that you can take the series against those guys so I'm I'm not too I'm not too worried about that, uh, because of the two wins in this Rocky series. I don't put a whole lot of weight into tomorrow. Um, you know, obviously a sweep it would be fantastic, but uh, but I don't think tomorrow's a big game. Uh, win three of the next four, and you're in great shape heading into July. There's another way to look at this. Yep. But how do you view these games against the Rockies? How do you view these games against the Diamondbacks? How do you view these games against the Pittsburgh Pirates? Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's get to your reaction. Ten four. Uh, Brewers get the victory. Let's go to Nate. Nate, you're first up on the fan. What's what's going on? How you doing, Tim? Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta put um, some type of stock into these games. Uh, um, for that uh, Cub fan that you talked to, um, I would ask him, does everybody get paid in MLB? Because they <laughs> they get paid, uh, if not as much, or just not yeah. as much as everybody else. Um, they just they're just bad. Um, that's not our fault. And um, but like I said, it was a stretch where the Brewers were doing real bad, and the Cubs seemed like they were they were facing everybody that was under 500 at that time. So that's what I would say about that. But uh, about today, it was a great win. Good to see Christian Yellers uh, put a nice swing on the ball. Um, I actually drove by the park at that time and. You felt it's I maybe I was just exaggerating, but it felt like I could hear the crowd cheering and um, driving past there. Um, but yeah, it was just a good win today. Offense uh, breaking out. Um, hopefully, we can keep this going until the cup until the cup series, and we can uh, be in a good place for June first. I mean, July first. Yeah, July first. Yeah, Nate, no doubt. And, oh, and Tim, one, one, one other thing. Go ahead. Um, I, I was uh, thinking about this. Uh, against the Diamondbacks. Um I was I was looking at the third baseman that uh that they have called is uh is CD's Escobar or something like that. Eduardo Escobar. Yeah, yeah Eduardo Escobar. I feel like he'd be a great um great try to get at least um to look at, you know what I mean? Because I looked at his numbers, his numbers don't look pretty bad and it looks like he can play all over the infield. So 
I mean, I mean, it's not it's not bad to have guys who can play multiple positions and can provide a bat for you. Um, and he hits from both sides of the plate, so he'll be he'll be great to fit into the lineup with Trevor where you want to put him. If you want to put him in between a lefty, uh, lefty and a righty, or a righty and a righty, and a righty or a, you yep. know what I mean. So, no, he's uh, tailor made. That's what I was looking at. Yep, no, he's tailor made with his versatility and being a switch, can hit for power. Yeah. Um, and and he, and he's controllable a little bit, as far as I know, he is. I have yet to yeah, check. Yeah, I think he has, I think he has about one more year left on his deal after after this year. So, if you would, if you 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 would have to probably give up a little bit more than what you would do have to do for somebody who's uh, a rental. But the, you get it gives it gives you a little bit of control, and then you know, like if I'm giving up this prospect, I at least have him for another year, so yeah. that you know, but. I would, and maybe I you sign them. Maybe you sign them at that point. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll yeah, see. Because they exactly do need. What I was thinking. They do need a corner. There's no question for the future. All right. Thank thank you, Nate. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. The other thing is uh, they put up ten runs here. Tyrone Taylor right in the midst, right in the middle of all that. It's just don't you ride the hot hand here, Jeff uh, Taylor over Bradley. And I will say this: there's there's now uh, fifteen games to the All Star break. How many starts for Tyrone Taylor? And how many starts for Jackie Bradley Jr.? If I have to sprint for 15 games until Lorenzo Cain is back, I may really consider moving Avi to center and putting Tyrone Taylor in there for 10 of those 15 games. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, 10 out of 15. You definitely ride the hot hand. And Taylor's just a gamer, you know. And, uh, yes, he's only hitting 232, mm-hmm. but – he gets them when it counts. He's coming up with, with big hits all the time. He's a lot of fun to watch. Yep. And I'm not giving up on JBJ. You know, like I said, when he win, and it doesn't happen often, but when he gets a hold of that ball, that swing is so sweet. And it just, it you know, I pull my hair out when uh, when he's struggling like he has been. But I'm, I'm not giving up on JBJ yet. JBJ... Uh, I, I think he's going to play a role here. He is, but he needs to be in his role. He wasn't brought in to play every day. That wasn't his role. That, that's just that wasn't the plan here. As much as Craig Council wanted to say it's a three-man weave in that uh, right field and center field position, I, I don't know if I bought that too much. Right. Because someone was going to step up. You, you're going to play Avi Garcia in a year like this. Now, a little bit streaky. You're going to play Avi Garcia after after he's had a monster month of May, struggled a little bit in June here, starting to heat up at the end of June here. You you were going to play him. You were going to sit him once every three games. I don't think that was going to occur. No. But JBJ, defensive replacement, double switch, pinch hit, off the bench, spot start, all of those things put him back in that role and yeah. i think you get more production out of him pinch That's run pretty, have him steal p- some bags run. late in the game yep yep and and it's uh it's pretty expensive <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> i mean it kind of is but i do see i you know i'm not completely giving up on him either i i agree with you Seven nine nine twelve fifty. as uh, the brewers get a 10 to 4 victory today a close game back and forth game down four three in the seventh inning avi a solo homer um, and then the eighth inning, the, the floodgates open, and it emanates with a, a walk and a uh, hit-by-pitch, but a sacrifice bunt attempt by Jace Peterson that turns out to be a base hit. 
Baseball gods paying them back. Omar gets it in play. They get that eventual winning run right there. They tack on five more, including a two-run bomb from Christian Yell. It's good to see. I was just scoping out his numbers today. Slugging percentage, 385. OPS of 790. <laughs> Home runs are down. RBI should be higher. Mm-hmm. Base is good. He had an RBI base hit in the, in the uh, first inning. And he had a two-run bomb later in the game. You're starting to see it barrel up a little bit, and that's the key here. 799-1250, we'll get to Craig Council and a lot more. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it let's head inside the clubhouse presented by windows select right now buy one get one free plus no payments for an entire year Call them today at 262-703-3500. Welcome back. Brewers take game two of this three-game set. They uh, hopefully will sweep the Rockies out of Milwaukee in good times here. Man, Brewers and, and Bucks both win yesterday. Brewers get a victory today. Maybe we can uh, re- rinse and repeat tomorrow and get a Bucks and Brewers victory. We've got you covered here. Uh, post game on both of those games tomorrow 
as uh, the Bucks uh, game three down in Atlanta tomorrow night. And 799-1250, we'll hear from Christian Yelich up next here. Had a nice day. You're starting to see a few more balls barreled off the bat of Christian Yelich. That's a great thing. And, and really, what is your perspective on these victories here? You know, it's the Diamondbacks, I understand. It's the Rockies. Uh, you've got the Pirates. You've done some damage against those guys. But you've also played um, you know, the, the Padres and the Dodgers very well. You still have another uh, series against uh, L.A. You still have a series against the, the Giants. So you have to keep that in mind. They're a good baseball team. You've got the Cubs coming up here. So does that really minimize the fact that you're beating these guys, the, the, the Rockies and Diamondbacks? You've won six of the last seven. To me, I think they're huge because it builds in a cushion a little bit. It allows you to understand baseball and its calendar that you're not going to win a you know every game here. You're not going to rattle off 12 in a row and then maybe lose two or three and rattle off four. It just doesn't work like that. This team, this this offense is not good enough to do that. So you, every win to me is a battle against that calendar. Well, yeah. It's also it's and- it's also Jeff giving giving Stearns a chance to get a bigger window of analysis here to see what he needs. Absolutely. And you can only, you know, to use another cliche, you can only, uh, you know, you play who's on your schedule. So it doesn't matter if they're playing Shady Grove Retirement Home. They're picking up wins over professional franchises. You know, these are the games you want to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. They're doing it now. And it's great. You know, in first place by a game and a half, Cubs game pending. So, you know, it uh, all arrows are pointing up for the crew right now. 799-1250, let's get to your reaction and how you view the, the, the size of a victory. Or is it a big win? Is it there? Eh, ho-hum, it's, it's a win. Uh, Mike, Mike, you're first up, buddy. What's happening? Hey, guys. Hey, there. What's up, big Mike? <laughs> hey, thanks for steering me towards that uh, race. I already saw two uh, five-car crashes. Brewers oh, yeah, they're, they're wrecking all over the place. Yeah. I got that Brewers lust. Oh, now Shout out to front row Amy. Welcome back. Two for two. Yes. Keep it going. Yeah, she is. I, I noticed that yesterday, Mike. Good, yep. good eye. How can you not notice that? <laughs> uh, I'm busting, Tim. I'm busting. They're <laughs> yep. turning up the heat just like you predicted. I can't believe you're throwing the Cubs in my take, and it's killing me, but they come up here with their – I don't hate the Cubs. Don't get me wrong. I hate mm-hmm. the fans. They come up here with their Escalades, doing 150. They think they own the place. I say order some more timeout bracelets, and we get Corbin, Burns, Woodruff, mm-hmm. Peralta, Hader, Williams, and now Sanchez, I don't know where what rock that turned over. And and Cousins has been pitching in. Let's well. send them yeah. packing. And is yeah. this Adamus? Is this guy the real deal or what? No doubt. Twenty one and or twenty two and ten since yeah. they got him. He yeah, sure makes you feel his... good uh, after thirty two sure games. A little bit better than Jonathan Scope did, doesn't he? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Probably. So do you put it in the big win category when you beat the Diamondbacks or Rodgers or, or, or Rockies? Uh, every win is big if you can win. 
Okay. You don't want to lose it. You. You're right. I'm with you. Some You're, people, some well, people you know don't believe that. Though, a Reds game, yeah. and yeah. there was 200 people in the stands. You don't mm-hmm. want to lose those games, but they did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Big win. Every year right, the we'll Reds kind of get them. Put you in the big win category, Mike. We will talk again tomorrow. Hey, I'm sure. Let's one o'clock Brewers, right, Bucks? <laughs> I don't know. Right. I might need a nap. <laughs> yes, me too. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. All right, let's go to Todd. Todd, big wins or just sort of uh, you got to play who's there, but they're bad teams. Well, no, it, you know, I, they're uh, we're winning the games they're supposed to be winning, guys, um, and that's. Uh, you remember, you know, a couple of years ago, it was like we were losing the games you were supposed to win. You know, remember the big debacle against the Pirates for the All-Star break? And it just uh, it changed the dynamic of the season. It's like, you know, and all those wins in, in April, you know, really balanced it out for me. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's, it's balancing out. And if I can make a, a comment, and I got a question for you guys. Uh, the comment is, um, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, we are kind of, complaining about uh, uh, the guys calling the game, you know, especially, you know, I like Rock, but boy, I'm, I get really sick of hearing about how good the other team is all the time. And he mm-hmm. hasn't been there in the last couple of games. And actually it's been, uh, it's been a breath of, breath of fresh air. And my question for you guys is let's say the, 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 the wheels kind of fall off the Cubs a little bit. Um, would you guys, would you trade for uh, like a Rizzo or Bryant as a rental for the, the last uh, half of the season? All right, Todd. Yeah, I, I figured uh, that would be a uh, a question at some point here as the Cubs inch toward, you know, some pending contracts here and, and right. what they're going to do. Uh, yeah, I, first of all, I, I, I don't think the Cubs would do that uh, in division like this, but everyone has their price. I mean, there's a price tag on every player here. If, if a team wanted uh, Aaron Rodgers, even though they, they said they wouldn't trade him, if a team wanted Aaron Rodgers and went over the top and offered it a, you know, we can't, we can't turn this thing down. Well, then he goes. I, I don't care who it is, Shahei right. Otani or whoever. Everyone's got their price, but I just right. and, it, yeah, and everything's for sale. You know, everything is for sale for the right price. I just, I would have to 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 measure that with what they would pony up. Well, what get. could they pony up? The Cubs aren't going to take Terang. They're not going to take Corey no. Ray. No, but it's going to take Brandon Woodruff or Freddie Peralta or Corbin Burns, and they start with that. Uh, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't go that route at all, not for those uh, for those two. But And then you got to wonder, too, it's like, boy, they've been late for Cubs. Would they really have their heart into it to come to the Brewers? I mean, that's just uh, – uh, a, a question that uh, probably remain unanswered, but uh, I yeah. figured I, I just wanted to get your opinion on that because good those two guys are probably uh, two of the best guys out there. But I would, if I were, I would go after somebody in the American League. That's kind of the road I would go if yeah. that's a possibility. All right, Todd. Thank, thanks. And and you know, there's still in my estimation a a bat short and a reliever short. Uh, your reliever. That answer is Jeremy Jeffress. Well, and the answer might be Jake Cousins. I mean, this guy is sort of electric right now. And, and we'll see if this is just a, a lightning rod, a flash in the pan sort of thing. We'll see. You know, the, the, the jury's out on Miguel Sanchez. Don't really know. We don't know if Aaron Ashby is going to be uh, into the mix here. Ethan Small was just added to uh, AAA. So there are some internal options here. But to, to me, if they can get one more 
J.P. Fireisen type guy. One more, as you said, Jeff, JJ, uh, Jeremy Jeffress type guy. If they can get and, – and pitch like that, not just by name, but just pitch like a dominating guy. Boxberger, again, performed today. A little shaky with, with the walks, but he got through it. You know, uh, you've got Williams, you, you've got Hayter, you've got Suter. And, and if you get one more that you really feel good about, I mean, that's where this is at. So we'll see what kind of changes they make. But in the meantime, you s- still have to tear this daily sheet off the calendar. You, you now got to June 27th in first place. And you go 28th, 29th, 30th, that's Wednesday. And you're July 1st. I mean, that's... They're hanging tough here, mm-hmm. despite everything. Uh, we will hear from uh, Christian Yelich here in, in just a second. Uh, we're also going to hear from Craig Council and ch- check the status of uh, Colton Wong uh, as well. Brewers get a 10-4 uh, to 4 victory today to take the first two games of this three-game set. They've won six of their last seven. But good to see Christian Yelich starting to barrel things up a little bit. And I'm sure about 15 times in his presser here, we're gonna we're gonna hear the fact that it's just baseball. But I'll try and <laughs> I'll try and hang in there through all that. I don't know, maybe not. Just kidding. But let's hear from the Brewers left fielder. Hey Christian, uh, Omar's showed a remarkable knack in recent games for these long at bats until he gets a pitch he can handle. He did it yesterday. He did it that game in Colorado. It's pretty amazing that what he does, isn't it? Uh, just really good at bats, yeah. And in that situation, uh, you're trying to do exactly what he did, uh, not expand the strike zone and um, make sure you try and get something in the outfield there so we can at least get one. And uh, he was able to do that, and everybody moved up, and uh, that kind of contributes to a little bit of a, a bigger inning. I think this was four times in the last week y'all beating the Rockies on your last at-bat. When you have – when you get a run of games like this where you're kind of delivering the clutch against the same team, how much confidence does it give you when you're in a situation like today, eighth inning tie game against the same team? Um, it's not necessarily the opponent. It's just kind of the way um, our team is, I think. I mean, it's just been the Rockies because that's who we've played um, a lot this past week. But I think we just have confidence that if the, if the game's close, we're going to find a way. Um, just do what we got to do to push one across. And um, when we can get it to our, our late inning guys in the bullpen, we feel pretty confident. Christian, it seemed like during that rally, we got the full effect of the biggest crowd of the year. Didn't you think so? And then, like when you hit your home run too, didn't that seem like old times there for a while? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it was really loud that inning. And um, even during that pitching change, you could feel the atmosphere and just everybody being into it. And um I said, it's, it's an awesome feeling, and it, and it definitely it affects the game. It has an outcome on the game um, when the fans are loud, the crowd's into it. Um, I think we as a team feed on that, and, and usually good things start happening for the Brewers. How good was that pitch? Because that was the first pitch he's thrown the entire game, and you, you hit it out, out of the park. What would you say? Like, How good did that pitch look to you that on the first pitch he threw, you were you know, that was the one you took out of the park? Uh, yeah, I mean, just trying to get something good to hit. and. Put a, put a good swing on it. Hey, Christian, how about – go ahead, Will. Hey, Christian, I was just going to ask about – I mean, you know, this is – recently I feel like pitchers have just not given you much to hit. They've been – I don't know if pitching around is even the right way to say it. Um, how have you been able to kind of deal with that and just uh, not go and chase pitches or go with – 
you know, go against what you're trying to do? Uh, just trying to have good at bats. Um, you know, I don't think I've been all that great so far. Um, just pretty inconsistent and, and trying to to find a little bit, but just a work in progress and, and trying to to compete, but also you know just stay within the in the zone and, and not really force it. Um, I think when you start trying to force things, uh, it kind of snowballs on you and, and gets a uh, gets out of hand sometimes. Christian. Luis is on a nine-game hitting streak now, and he delivered that big hit in front of you. Just what have you seen with kind of his consistent approach and how he's come up with some really big hits for you guys this season? Yeah, he seems like he's always in a spot where the game's on the line, and he's able to to deliver, or at least put together a, a really good um, at-bat with a, with a positive outcome. So he's done a great job. He's been big for us this year. Um, and he, he's really just come, come through in, in, a, in a lot of really big spots. He broke the game open today. Uh, but he's been doing that all year for us, whether it's getting getting things started or uh, cashing them in like he did today. Yeah, there he is, Christian Yelich, after the Brewers' 10-4 victory to take game two of this three-game set. The crowd, you could feel it. He was referring to you guys at American Family Field. Energy. Uh, and he said uh, it really has an effect on the outcome of the game. That's interesting. This is super interesting. Now, some would say absolutely false. Years ago, uh, folks would say within the uh, industry, I don't go, you know, the petting zoo has nothing to do with it. Uh, that, that really, you know, the crowd, nah, it, it just doesn't work that way. Over the last, I want to say, five to seven years, I think more and more players and managers in and around this industry of baseball have been giving fans credit. They have been. It's it's if the, if the game is psychological, then a little bit to a degree, if it's a mental part of the game, they talk about confidence all the time or lack thereof. Then wouldn't that play into that a little bit? I, I am a firm believer that a crowd has something to do with something in that baseball game. Yeah, I definitely think they help, but. You know, for me, you know, if you got a pitcher that goes out there, throws an immaculate inning or gets, you know, comes in a reliever with, you know, two on, nobody out, and they don't give up a run and the crowd's going crazy, mm -hmm. I don't understand why more guys don't tip their hat then to the crowd when they're walking off the mound. You don't sure. have to be locked in the zone. Acknowledge the people that are screaming for you. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. We're going to get to uh, Craig Council in just a bit. Let's get Mike in here. Mike, you're on the fan. Uh, are these big wins, or is it just well, it's the Rockies and Diamondbacks, six of seven? No, no, these are big wins because as the caller before me mentioned, wasn't too long ago we were having trouble with these teams we were supposed to beat, and it's about time that we're, you know, or it's a good sign that we're beating them because they're all professionals and on every, any given day. But, um, well, we got a big crooked number today, but how about the fact that it looks like Keston Hira is coming out of his funk and of course, Yelich. Um, I was thinking of something yesterday. Um, if <laughs> I, I, I hate to move off of today cause it was yeah. such an awesome game to come behind from behind, but, Burns was, uh, what, six innings almost to a no-hitter? Five and a third no-hitter. Five, five oh, and a third. Yep. I used to think that 
when the offense isn't putting up many runs, it might help a pitcher to be <clears throat> a little more careful or a little more try harder. But I'm starting to think, <clears throat> how nice would it be if in the <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> smoke another, my brother? No, no, I'm going to make it. Um, I'm cooking, eating some of my own food. My wife's gone for today. Anyhow, um, if he had three, four runs spotted to him. Does he pitch imagine? a little different? And we got a couple guys that are, yeah. are due to, that are very close. You know, we should be watching because hopefully one of them might get a no-hitter. Yeah, but, Mike, um, it's a good point. I'm gonna it's, a good, it's a good point. Go and enjoy your food. Um, it is a good point. I think you play, uh, you pitch a little bit more free and a little bit more loose when you're sitting there with a four or five run lead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when, when you're sitting there, it's it's a it's it's a tie ball game, no score, one zip game, or a two two one game, or one zip game. I, I think you're you're. I get your point. I mean, I'm not saying that if if the Brewers put up you know a five spot early yesterday that Burns takes it off the sheet. He lost that no hitter early on in that ball game yesterday by virtue of his pitch count. That just wasn't he wasn't going to go the distance in that one. Could it have been a combined? Yeah, maybe. But you do pitch a little bit different with a lead. You certainly do. There's no question. Yeah, you're a lot more likely to just hammer away at the strike zone. You're not nibbling all over the place. And it keeps the pitch count down because maybe there's more balls in play. Uh, One thing you do notice about guys like Adrian Hauser, Brett Anderson, Corbin Burns, they just chip away at you. These infield little duffers, the soft contact, the uh, weak hits, weak base hits, that plays a part here. Must be nice to get a ball in play once in a while. <laughs> yeah. If you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've been watching this offense all year, but starting to come around a little bit. They put up uh, a six-run uh, eighth inning today to run away with this one, 10-4 final, 44-33. and 33. They take first two games of this series. They go after the sweep tomorrow. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, 
we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Let's get to Craig Council next here at 1250 AM The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On the fan. That could be 5-0 and over the weekend for the Bucks and the Brewers. Mm-mm-mm. We'll take that. You're not going to rain on my parade, are you? We're going to hear from Craig Council uh, in just a couple of minutes here. Uh, in terms of how big these victories are, uh, I hope not. 799-1250. That's ah, just the Rockies, though. That's ah, just the Diamondbacks. Mm, I don't think I don't look at it that way. I look at it as a pennant race. Yep. Let's get uh, before we get to council. Let's get uh, Robbo in here in uh, Brookfield. Robbo, you're on the fan. What's going on? Hey, how are you doing, Timmy? More important, how you are? I'm doing good. First good. time caller, long time listener, about 15 Thanks. years with you. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I know. I, I love listening to you, but I, I, I am impressed with our bullpen right now shutting them down when we need to, letting our guys come back and, and nail it against their bullpen. And I know I know you'd like another piece of it, but I'm not sure how David Stearns and the boys do that. I'm just – I know we're close. You want another piece, but I'm not sure how we do that. And trading some pieces, I'm all for it. Let's go for it, man. Yeah, and, and I think he's uh, – Robbo, he's almost uh, – Stearns and Matt Arnold, the GM. Robbo, they're almost forced to take advantage of this type of pitching that they have. They're almost forced to do that. Why would you let this thing go to waste? Th- this may not be in their timeline of stud pitchers and three of the best in the business and Woody Burns and Peralta, but it happened now. You're in it now, so you probably have to take advantage of it because, as I said – uh, for a couple months now, once once you knew they were for real, it's a dangerous team in a postseason series. I know, but don't you don't you like Scooter? I do, and, I, and I thought he was the most unsung player in this baseball game today. I don't think he's he's given enough credit as we speak, and and I will credit him again today. This is the second or third time, sixth and seventh shutdown innings to allow the Brewers to get back on track and 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 take this game. Exactly. So. All, you know, if the if the starters can go through six, and I, I know that's a lot asking sometimes, but you got seven, eighth, and ninth shut down then. Yep. And oh, you got yeah. Richards, and Richards has been fantastic as far as I'm concerned. Richards has been good, and he's pretty integral in this as well because you can't run box Suter, Williams, and Hader every night. You just can't do it. So you need – No, I know. You need these you other guys. Richards is one. And that's where I think they're still one away. I mean, and maybe it's Jake Cousins. I mean, this this kid looks good. He really does. And maybe he's that replacement for Fire Eisen. I hear you, man. I, I, 
like I said, I love listening to you guys, and I, I, I'm all in it this year, man. This is it. All right, we, awesome. We got, we got the we got the starting pitching. We got we got the bullpen. Let's just let it, let them start getting healthy and hitting. Healthy and hit. All right, Robo. Good stuff. Hey, thanks for thanks for listening over the years, man. I'm I'm pretty all lucky right. I get to do this thing uh, for a Thank long you, time. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I mean, you rarely have a you know, uh, a radio job in general for a decade and a half at any place. But to do one show for that long is kind of over the top a little bit. It is. But I will tell you this, Tim, and, you know, obviously Robbo talking about how good the bullpen has been. One thing I would like to see is Williams, when he doesn't have it, he usually blows up miraculously and gives up a ton if he can sit there and when he's struggling with his command and stuff, you know, maybe just trim it to one run allowed instead of like four or five. Which has been some of his uh, performances this year. There's been some. And they've been shaky, but at the end of the outing, Jeff, you look back and, yeah, he allowed the run and then a couple of base runners, but he you know, wiggled off the hook there for a little bit. You would like to see him a little more dominating like last year. I yeah. mean, obviously. Yeah, but. we've seen the top of the mountain with this kid, and we would definitely want him to get back there. You know, I'm not saying I don't have faith in him. I just, when he doesn't have his A stuff, he usually is throwing D, D minus. You guys were outstanding last night uh, at American Family Field, 31 plus. Outstanding today. Kristen Yelich made comments about you guys in the crowd. 32,000 plus today. You've got 80s weekend tomorrow after the last pitch as you make the switch right here. Um, we will be talking about uh, some of the 80s uh, stories that you've got. And I, I guess you would have to be uh, up in years just a little bit to, to remember some of the details that went on. Obviously, the, the one and only World Series appearance. But we'll, we'll talk about that, have some fun uh, after tomorrow's game for sure. And uh, then tomorrow night, uh, Game 3, Hawks-Bucks, Eastern Conference Finals. They, they get it done last night, and just a runaway. That was sweet to see. That was sweet to see Trey Young just shut down, and the most impressive stat out of all of it, nine turnovers for that kid. Yeah. I loved to see that. Oh, the more defense energy. just turned it up. And yep. oh, it was great. Yeah, what a laugher that that whole game was. One of the callers yesterday, uh, uh, I was with the guys on the big show, had said, hey, you just got to man up against these guys. Get physical with these guys. They did just that, and you saw the outcome, 125-91. We've got the uh, pick-and-save basketball postgame show after game three tomorrow night. We've got uh, this show here after game three of this Rockies series. But – Brent Suter, I'd be shocked if Craig, and I haven't heard this yet, and that's been my M.O. over the 16 years of doing this show. I don't want any details before I hear from Craig Council because, or any other manager that's been here. I just want to hear it fresh, um, but I'd be shocked if he didn't give accolades to Brent Suter in this presser. Let's get to Craig Council after the Brewers take game two. Craig, I think it was just yesterday we were talking to you about Omar's having these great at-bats recently, including that one in Colorado, the one yesterday. I mean, that was another tremendous at-bat today. Yeah, I mean, he just, you know, that's why he's been so successful this year. He, he just keeps himself alive in at-bats. And, um, 
you know, it's something it doesn't have to necessarily, it's not always a hard hit ball, but he, but something good happens because he's keeping himself alive. I mean, his first base hit yesterday is just a little grounder to the other side of the field, but it, it ends up being a base hit because he's keeping himself alive. So another one today, um, you know, fouled off a bunch of good, tough pitches and then finally got a one he could move forward. Any preliminary update on Colton? Yeah, I mean, it looks like a, 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 a we're not really sure. Probably, hopefully, a cramp is what we're thinking. He just his just his left cramp, left calf just tightened up. Um, it feels pretty good right now. Um, there was there were some symptoms that resembled a cramp, so we're we'll you know, likely won't play tomorrow. Um, but I think you know we're hoping it's a cramp. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably we'll know more tomorrow when he shows up and and does gets a little activity going. Just how much did it kind of seem like old times there in the eighth inning? A big crowd, Yelich homering, and big rally just to kind of makes you think things are kind of back to normal in a little bit. Well, I mean, I I would. I don't know about that. I mean, we had a good eighth inning. A lot of people did good things. Luis Sirius had a huge hit. Also, had a huge hit before that. You know, I mean, the the notion that Christian has to hit homers every at bat is wrong. Uh, that, that's that's not that's not how this works. Um, he got a pitch to hit. He did some, did did something good with it. Um, had a base hit earlier in the game. So Christian's doing a good job. He's helping us win. He's having a nice offensive season. Um, I, I know our, his standards are really high and our, all of our standards for him are really high. Um, but just, just continue to have good at bats and we put together a great, really good offensive day today um, that, that a lot of people contributed to. Craig, what about the job the bottom of the order did to set up that inning, you know, with Robertson's walk and Jason's bar? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just everybody did their job. Uh, Robertson, great at bat. Uh, it's almost similar to the the Omar at bat yesterday to lead off lead off the, the 11th. Um, you know, Jace executed a bunt, just beautifully executed bunt that put some pressure on the defense, and that's what set it all up. Really, is a, a nice bunt that put put it was it was such so well placed that it put some pressure on them to make a play, and they couldn't make a play. Craig, so that bunt was called from the bench? Uh, yes. Hey, Craig, also just um, about the bullpen. I know it was kind of, it became a lopsided game at the end, but it was pretty close for a little while, and you got two innings out of Brent Suter after, after giving him a break, it seemed. And then even when it does get late, late in the game, Miguel Sanchez came in throwing strikes in that, in that situation like you talked about the other day. Yeah, you know, Brent's Brent's been, you know, we've, we haven't used Brent as much, just the way the games have kind of worked out here in the last couple of weeks. Um, so we got got him in a kind of familiar spot today where, where he's done a really good job in the past for us, and, and he did it today. Um, that, that's his job is to kind of in that game that's, you know, earlier in the game and, and maybe down one with, with the way some of the other guys have, have thrown the ball, we can, we can use Brent. And he did a great, he did a fabulous job. Um, those two innings are, you know, they, they go on notice for a middle reliever, but they, they keep the game there. They keep pressure on the other team. Um, you know, we don't, we, they keep our bullpen kind of in order. So that's a, that's a big part of this game. Um, 
and Miguel Sanchez is, you know, he's, he's done a beautiful job. He's just, he's come and pounded the strike zone and uh, that's, that's what we expected him to do. Greg, we've talked off and on with Adrian this season about, you know, fighting his mechanics and down the mound and stuff. Was he his own worst enemy a little bit today uh, with, you know, he'd have a good at bat, but then not a good at bat. Yeah, there were, there was, some pitches that you haven't seen from Adrian, just the misses, you know, he missed with his fastball a little bit more than usual today, um, where he kind of had hitters, uh, you know, like in a good spot. And he just, the misses were just big, bigger, which makes it easier on the hitter. Um, so just one of those days, you know, and then a, then a really good hitter uh, got him at, you know, he had a chance to get through five with, with two runs really. And then story got him, unfortunately, on a, a three, two slider in the zone. So, you know, you'd probably like to have that pitch back. Um, and then it's, it's, it's kind of a different outing, but you know, that's, it's a good, good learning point for Adrian is that it's um, you got to stay dialed in. And I thought, I thought in a lot of cases he did, he, you know, his first inning was a little shaky and then he got kind of back dialed in um, made, made pretty good pitches. So um, it, it's still progress in my eyes because he, he's battling through it and he gets us, gets us through five innings. In a lot of these matchups, credit to the Rockies, um, your bullpen has held them late and you've done some damage on their bullpen. It just shows you about getting to the 27 outs, doesn't it? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I think that it impacts your decisions. And that's when, when guys like um, guys are doing a job, like like Brent Suter's doing his job, doing such a great job. Um, like uh, Cousins did yesterday you know that that those those are huge innings for sure those, those are the glue innings that, that keep us in it and and like you said make their relievers every pitch is is a tough one um and when you can keep doing that you know you can find a crack once in a while that, that was a really good swing Avi put on a low curveball wasn't it from Chassis those are not easy pitches to hit yeah like. no I mean a right-handed right-handed breaking balls from Chassin and we, we've seen a lot of that are, are not easy for right-handers. Um, he's got the sinker and the, the, the sweeping slider that just, that goes away from you. So, you know, probably helped. We've seen Chassin a little bit over the past week. Um, if anything, that, that was probably worked in our advantage that obviously had a couple of bats against him. Um, but I mean, Chassin was tough against us today. Again, he makes, he made some good pitches and his breaking ball was good. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Done today. You just heard from Craig Council there. Uh, interesting stuff. I knew he would be uh, all over Brent Suter, and, and and I don't want that to go unnoticed as well because um, that was huge. It, it uh, you know the Rockies were were smelling blood in the water. They put up a crooked number late, and this thing probably turns out a little bit different. Uh, flying under the radar also in this one, Luis Urias with uh, some tack-ons after Omar unties it with that sack fly. Nice nine-pitch at bat to get that ball in play. I was screaming, screaming during that part. Just get the bat to the ball get that ball in play. He did that, and he gave the Brewers a lead there in the eighth. What you wanted more, Luis Urias got it done. Two runs batted in with that base hit. 
And then the floodgates opened up, obviously, Yelly uh, with the two-run shot, Adamas with the RBI double, and, and they run away 10-4. But uh, the ABC audio video play of the game, you heard Craig Council asked about it. Was that bunt? And I wondered, Jeff, you and I were talking um, you know, during the commercial break earlier in the show whether you think that was Jace on his own or you think that came from Counts? Mm-hmm. And, and I loved his answer. It was simple. It was yes. It did come from him. There and and again the anti bunters. They're not going to be pleased with that. But there are situations in baseball that call for it. I'm going to call this the play of the game. He does bunt. It's perfect. Estevez, no throw. Base is loaded. Brewers small ball in their way to a little rally in the eighth inning. Definitely right call to bunt right there. You want to bunt it to third, make the third baseman feel it. In this case, the pitcher runs it down, but my goodness, this was a perfect bunt by Peterson. You couldn't have rolled it out there any better. It really was by Jace Peterson, a nice bunt for sure. Executed well, as counsel said, but if there is ever a situation in which to go for the bunt right there, I mean, you, you could tailor make a situation and that might be it. You're at home, tie ball game, you're bottom of the eighth inning, first and second, nobody out. You want the runner over to third with less than two out because you know Josh Hader's standing right there to lock down another Brewers victory. You had to you had to take the shot right there. Yep. You didn't need to play for the big inning right there. There's zero reason to play for a big inning right there. And and it that that was music to my ears, Mr. Council. Well, and he bunts, and the big inning happens anyway. It it does, and maybe that's the baseball gods paying you back for a very good decision. So the anti bunters out there, they're still going to tell me, uh, you know, the numbers say it's the wrong move, it's poor move, it's 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 this that and the other thing. I I, I couldn't I, and you guys know the narrative. I could not disagree more. I'm not saying every situation. I'm not saying every player. I'm just saying that situation certainly called for it and put you in a position to win the ball game, which they did. All right, uh, we'll uh, we'll meet you back here uh, after the last pitch as you make the switch tomorrow. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Game three, Brewers trying to make it seven of their last eight with a victory and a sweep over the Colorado Rockies, all right? And then you have uh, Bucks and Hawks, game two. I should say, check that, game three Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, and we've got your pick-and-save basketball postgame show tomorrow night. Huge uh, after day the game. tomorrow. Huge day. Huge day. You can make it five victories from Friday to Sunday in yeah. the city of Milwaukee. Uh, and, you know, you're going up against Chi-Chi Gonzalez uh, for Colorado. He's only 2-4, and four, and he's got a 6-12 ERA. So after putting up a six spot in the eighth inning today, the crew has to be just straight licking their chops. Going up against Eric Lauer, 1-3 with a 521 earned run average. Yeah, and I, I think you... Uh you got to watch your pen a little bit. They're going to need a little distance for, for Lauer here heading into, best-case scenario, heading into this Cubs series on Monday. Be nice to get some innings. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if the Rockies do have a good offensive day tomorrow if uh, Eric Lauer is asked to fall on the sword a little bit. Well, um, I just know. hope, Timmy, that we're not looking at one of those crazy Sunday lineups 
where Narvaez is on the bench again. Yelich is on the bench. You know, Hira gets the day off. Yeah. You know, play your guys. Win and get this sweep. Get the sweep. Feel good about the uh, next series and the next game. That would be Monday against the Cubs. All right. Uh, once again, the final 10-4, a sixth spot in the uh, – they put up a six-pack of beer right there in the eighth inning. Sounds good. Delicious. <laughs> it really does. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow after the last pitch as you make the switch. For Jeff Orlowski, my name is Tim Allen. You guys, have a great rest of your Saturday night. And as always, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.